Deus me deu de chão. Ela me fez nada. Charles, right? Page 22. Charles. Charles. Yeah, we're going to change that later. 
the crowd is. Not everybody is excited is as excited about the show as the people that are in it. Not everybody is as excited about the show as the one who created it. So check out this next clip. Nestle Pure Life. 
But when I look at it, I see, please recycle. But you're telling me that it says Nestle Pure Life, but it says, please recycle. But you're saying it says Nestle Pure Life, but I'm telling you, it says, please recycle. I don't know what you're seeing, but it's wrong because it says, please recycle. And here's what we need to learn how to do. Come on, I want you to hang with me for just a minute and uh, let me preach this, all right? Here's what we need to learn how to do. The fact that I can't see that this says Nestle Pure Life does not make you wrong. And here's what I need to learn how to do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I see things from your perspective now. What we do a lot of times is we stand on opposite sides of the bottle and we're yelling at each other. It says Nestle Pure Life. It says please recycle. It says Nestle Pure Life. It says please recycle. And neither one of us are willing to walk around the other side of the bottle and see the other person's perspective. Oh, the middle section's got it. I don't know about the right section. Yeah. I don't know if y'all are hanging in there with me. Just because I can't see what it says, I need to take a moment and try to understand your perspective. I need to try to understand why you see things the way that you see things. And, and maybe there will be a moment where I'll think, oh, that's why they act that way. Oh, that's why they haven't been to church in three years. Oh, that's why they're so frustrated all the time. Oh, that's why they seem like they're down. Oh, that's why instead of making assumptions and talking about you, maybe if I try to understand you and get to know you and figure out what's going on in your life, then maybe we can come to a resolution and we can help each other. But as long as we're standing on opposite sides of the battle, just yelling at each other or making fun of each other or talking about you because you say it says this with your life. And you're talking about me because I say it says please recycle and we don't understand each other and we're not taking the time. Woo, I feel it today. We're not taking the time to understand each other in our world. That was longer than 30 seconds, but you can have this back. You can throw it to you. Thank you. That's just using what you have right there. Here's what, here's what Proverbs 18.21 says. And we talked about this a few weeks ago in a message. It says, the tongue has the power of life and death. So what you say and how you're you're talking to people and what you say about yourself and all those things, it has the power of life and death. But here's, but here's what I want you to get. See, because we can't stop right there because we communicate differently in today's world than, than we did when there was just verbal communication. So here's how we can actually translate that verse in 2018. Can you throw that up there on the screen for me? The power of life and death is in the Facebook post. The Insta story and the Snapchat conversation. Come on, somebody. The power of life and death is in your words. But your words aren't just coming out of your mouth. Well, I went to church on Sunday and they said I shouldn't be talking bad about somebody, so I'm just going to post about it. We'll post about it. So let that little notification pop up. They just added to their story. So-and-so just added to their story. Well, I want to check to see what that is. So-and-so said, no, the power of life and death is in the things that you post. Because that's you talking. That's you talking. Come on, you know some of the stuff you post about. Just trying to make somebody mad. Just trying to get under somebody's skin. Well, if I were to this, 
They'll know what I'm talking about then. But then they read it. Well, I know they're talking about me, and I can't believe they're posting that. And then we're going back and forth with each other on Facebook and Instagram about stuff that doesn't even really matter. And we're standing on opposite sides of the bottle because I don't understand you, and you don't understand me. And we're not going to try to understand each other. We're just going to argue about it. There's life and death, not only in what you say, but in what you're posting about yourself and about other people. And we're called to pull the good out in people and not throw mud on them. When was the last time you threw mud on somebody and helped somebody? When was the last time that you talked behind somebody's back and it helped them? When was the last time that you got a group of people together and was like, did you what was going on over there? Did you hear what they did? And that helped somebody. See, God has called you and me to pull the good out of people and to help people get to where they know they need to be. And they think, well, I'm never going to get there, but I can help you get there. I can lead you to Jesus. I can show you the way, but I'm not going to show you the way as long as I'm throwing mud on you. I'm called to pull out the good in you. Not talk about the bad. Because we all know what's wrong with us. You don't need somebody to tell you what's wrong with you. You know what's wrong with you. You're more, you're harder on yourself than anybody is on you. That doesn't help anything, but we're called to pull the good out. And I love that Philip in this movie, he says, if we all can't go, then none of us can go. And I believe that's the heart of Jesus. That when, that we would be people who would even use our voice for those who have no voice. And that's in the beginning of this movie. That's what he's doing. That's what P.T. Barnum is doing. He's taking people that don't have a voice and have been rejected, and he's giving them a voice. He is being their voice for them, being a voice for other people. Here's what Martin Luther King Jr. said. I love this quote. He said, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Well, in the end, we're not going to remember what everybody said about us that didn't like us. We're going to remember the people that we thought were our friends or that we thought were close to us or that we were we were in relationship with and we were hurt by them. That's the thing. Those are the things that we're going to remember. And so we need to be on guard that we're not becoming the person that's going to do that to somebody else. You can't control what somebody does to you, but you can control your response to what they do to you. You can't control if somebody's going to hurt you, but you can control how you respond if somebody you. And this quote that we'll remember the silence of our friends more than the words of our enemies. Sadly, P.T. Barnum, he forgets this and leads us into this next clip. So check out this clip here.
that don't like me, that have never liked me. I can't control what you did to me, but I can control my response to what you did to me. And I'm going to say, you know what? This is me, and I'm going to stand here, and I'm going to serve the Lord, and I'm going to follow this call for my life and his purpose for my life, no matter what everybody else says around me or what happens to me. Well, sometimes the enemy will just try to will just try to, 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 to twist something that somebody said or do something like that that was close to you so that you'll get off your game, and you'll get off God's purpose, and you'll get on that. And we got to learn how to stop getting on that and say, you know what, this is me. I'm gonna serve. No matter what you say about me, I'm going to serve God. Amen. No matter what you say about me, I'm going to be in church. Yeah. No matter what you say about me, I'm going to group. Yeah. Bless God. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. I want to be in the group. This is, this is, this is, I love what Joshua said. We don't have this on the screen, but when he said, you know what, you can do whatever you want to do. But as for me and my family, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. He said, this is who I am. So you can either get in line or you can move on. Because I'm going to serve God. And I hope that you do with me, but I'm not going to allow what you do to me determine how I act. I'm not, my response is always going to be, I'm serving God no matter what happens. And this is just something that God's going to use to make me stronger and to get me to my destination and where he has for me and the purpose he has for my life. And he can use it all. Well, the word says he uses all things together for the good of those who love him. So he's working every fast moment of together for good. Everything. Your past that you don't want anybody to know about, he's working it together for good. Y'all got me yelling at the 1115. <laughs> he's working it all together for good. So this is, I'm a, so it's not going to change what you do. He's not going to change you like that. It's not going to change how I see myself. It's not going to change what I do. It's not going to change whether or not I feel like so. Come on, we don't go off of our feelings. You're going to live a roller coaster life if you're constantly living off your feelings. Because your feelings are going to be up and down multiple times in a day. So you got to know who you are. You got to know what God says about you. And you got to say, this is who I am. This is what God says about me. And nothing that comes in my path is going to deter me from being on the path that God has for me. Yeah. Man, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We can all relate to that song. This next clip that I want us to watch and we're going to talk about is something that's always been controversial, or it has been for a while, uh, in, our, in our society and in our world and, and in our country and all of that. And we'll talk about it here in this moment, but check out this next clip real quick. Just tomorrow, I'll send it back to you. I'm sorry. I think this one's supposed to be one. Sure. Father, this is an Have you no shame associating us with that bottom business one day? Ready to rock with you now. Yeah. 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 
if you can't go please. I love the line that if it, if this is my place, then I want nothing to do with it. And I think we need more of that attitude and that perspective in our own lives. And here's what I'm talking about. In Romans 2.11, it just simply says this. For God shows no partiality. Let me just read that one more time. For God shows no partiality. So we can say it this way. God doesn't play favorites. God doesn't like me more than he likes you. Come on, somebody. That's good news for somebody right there. The person sitting next to you, God is not more in love with them than he's in love with you. God is not playing favorites. Well, they have a little more talent, so I'm going to use them to do this and play favorites here. No, God's not playing favorites. God puts something on the inside of you that he wants to use, but he's not playing favorites. And we, you ever heard the saying, well, God's colorblind? That God doesn't see color? I think God sees color. I just think he doesn't allow color to dictate how he feels about somebody. God sees color. Come on, I said, you've heard the song, oh, red and yellow, black and white, we're all precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. And we can, we can relate that. Jesus loves all the adults of the world, red and yellow, black and white. God sees color, but he doesn't allow it to dictate how he feels about you. It doesn't, he doesn't allow it to dictate how he treats you. He doesn't allow it to dictate how much he loves you and how much he loves you and how much he loves you and how much he loves you. No. He made everybody, and so everybody's perfectly made in the image of God. Come on. We're the ones that have gotten it all messed up. God doesn't play favorites, but we have a tendency to play favorites. And it's a controversial thing. You hear people, it's like, well, I just don't see color. Yes, you do. If I can just be bold, yes, you do. Don't tell me you don't see color. What color is your shirt? Unless you're truly colorblind and can't see color, you see color. You know, I think we use that sometimes as a cover-up. Well, I'm going to say the politically correct thing. You see color, I see color, we all see color, but we just got to quit allowing it to dictate how we treat people around us. And quit dividing us. And allowing the enemy to use it to divide us and allow God to use it to use it See, I want I want our church to look like heaven, and some of us are gonna be surprised when we get to heaven. And not everybody looks like you. And not everybody acts like you, 
And you're gonna be like, you, you're gonna, some of us are gonna get hit on and be like, I didn't think you were getting hit. <laughs>
They caught the thugs who started the fire. I thought we'd like to know. Sorry for yourself. 
我是去喝酒，哎，晚上好。好
Draw every person today who needs prayer in Jesus' name. 